Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Good finish tomorrow, everybody. This is The Darker Side of Midnight. I am Matt Blaze, producer and board up of The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. Joining me as always, he is the executive producer of The Other Side of Midnight and overnight news anchor and news hour contributor, Alex Barnard is here. Oh, yes, sir. Also joining me, he's the associate producer. Telephone talent coordinator, phone screener, overnight sports anchor, the runway model, and phone angel, Ken is here. Oh, what's up, guys? Yeah, now, Ken did a, uh, you're going on like a 12-hour bender. A little 12-hour excursion. You came in today for Joe Piscopo, Sundays with Sinatra, Ramsey Mazda. Oh, yeah. He Vinny, did that. Vinny Medugno. Vinny Medugno, his first uh, Vinny Sunday, no, hey, no, that's first Sunday nice. night at 8 p.m. live. Yes, sir. Vinny Medugno. So you worked those two shows today, and now you're still here and awake. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Good for you. We're surviving. We're surviving. Good for you. Here's you stepped your, up. Here's your chocolate bicycle. You're earning your stripes. Oh, yeah. The chocolate bicycle. Yeah. The, you know, uh, by, yeah. by the way, I did look up chocolate bicycles. Did you really? I did, and they do make them. Uh, what? Where? What company? I don't know. I I think you were right. Remember you said on Etsy? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds I'm like I'm not a, even surprised. So, that fucking sounds like an Etsy thing. Yeah, so when I was um yelling at Alex and Ken for for pussying out and leaving me on President's Day, the next day Alex said, "What do you want? A chocolate bicycle?" So I looked up chocolate bicycles, and well, they he, do actually make them. These don't really count though. I'm like I'm looking at them right now. They're lollipops with little bicycles. Yeah, or they, it looks like like a like a cho- like a like a bar of chocolate, and they stamp the bicycle into it. Yeah, that's yeah. not. It's not like gosh, a. It's, it's not. Yeah, would you think not, it was going to be a full size bicycle yes, made out of and chocolate? I would like one. <laughs> you try to ride it? No. It probably melts. It melts. It melts. Might break before you crack yeah, yeah. on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It hundred percent would. But, but they, I, I, yeah, I want one. <laughs> like a giant chocolate bicycle. Yeah. Make, make whoever can make a chocolate bicycle and may be listening to this show, make me one, please. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Good luck with that. Anyway. Let's get a sponsor. This is The Darker Side of Midnight, where we talk about everything that Frank Morano talked about on the other side of midnight early this morning. So if you're listening to this, you also want to listen to The Other Side of Midnight for the same date, which is March 6th. That is today, Monday, March 6th. So one of the things Frank talked about last night is... That he has decided, well, they said they're going to look at other companies, which what you do, you shop around, but he's going to go solar with the solar panels. Now, there's a couple things Frank said about this that I didn't really agree with, but I don't know his circumstance and situation. I know when I looked at solar panels a few years ago, was not good for me. 
because by the time you actually pay them off, if you don't buy them outright, which is like $40,000 to buy solar panels, mm-hmm. you got to pay. You got to lease them and you got to pay or to pay them off. Screw that. And then by the time you pay them off and by the time you get your roof done, and Frank said it's going to take 25 years to pay this stuff off. Oh, so yikes. So how are you going to be saving on your electric if you're paying off for solar panels? Yeah, that's, well, that's... that and the tax credit doesn't really give much in the yeah, way. And I don't that, know I'm what, sure. I don't remember what the tax credit is. I don't remember any of that stuff because, like I said, I, I looked into this a long time ago. And that was a reason that I didn't want to do it because it would take so long. And by that point, just think about where solar panel technology is going to be in 25 years. They're going to be as small as shingles on your roof. They're going to be so much smaller. Yeah. So I was. You could make the roof out of the solar panels. That is where it's going to go. And I was like, why don't I just wait for that? Because. I know other people that have also looked into solar panels, and it wasn't worth it for them either. I feel like you got to be rich to get that shit. Well, no, yeah. you don't have to be like, rich. That's a, that's a big ass investment for that. Yeah, in order, but in order to get your money's worth. Well, over, that's what like, I'm like saying. Exactly what you're saying. There's like, certain there's time. there's certain things in in home ownership, and you guys don't know this yet because you're still young, and I wouldn't know it either. But certain things with home ownership that it doesn't actually pay because you're not going to be saving anything. Because of the cost, like in other words, they talk about efficient heating systems, right? Mm-hmm. And I looked at something that could be like 95% efficient, like that kind of thing, right? But by the time you pay for that and the, and the amount of money you're going to save, it's going to take you so long to pay to actually get your money's worth. It doesn't pay to do it. So you get something that's a lower efficiency. So I talked to several people, and instead of getting like a 90% or 95% or thing. 95%, I think mine, that I got a new system, I don't know, seven years ago maybe, it's like like 80% efficient, something like that. And they said, yeah, this is fine for this house. There's no point to get something mm. bigger mm. or more efficient because you, by the time you paid it off, you're not going to get your money's worth yeah. out. Well, how do you feel, though, that you are the one who is single-handedly pumping all the you know pollutants into the environment. Well, I don't think I'm killing. Hey, I'm not single-handedly. That's the thing. Other than it being environmentally friendly to get the solar panels, yeah. If it's not benefiting you in any way in that's terms what, of finances, I mean, fuck that. Yo, ninety. If the well, times yeah, we're living in right afford, now, dude. If, if you can't afford it, obviously don't that, get that's it. That's what that's I'm stupid. saying. Like, yeah. it, you you got to be in a better. Tax bracket to be ninety percent of the people that get solar panels are getting it because they think a they're saving money on the on electric or the solar panels do make energy and the companies will buy it back from you so yeah you'll have a electric bill let's say that's like thirty five cents or like eight dollars or something like that but then Mm -hmm. again you got a hundred and fifty dollar solar panel payment. You're still paying off something. That's what I'm saying. So where is the savings? And like I said, I don't know Frank's individual situation. And yeah, maybe he looked at the numbers and it does save. And I don't know, because these guys, you know, Frank has said that he's like the worst negotiator. Yeah. And trust (laughs) me, when these guys come into your house, their sole purpose is to sell you. That is their, and I've, I've been in sales. I know how these sales guys operate. I know how they work. I've sat there through sales meetings and gone through learning how to sell and the things that you say and what you do. And 
and how you get the sale. Trust me, these guys come armed. And everybody thinks, oh, I'm going to outwit the sales guy. I know how to talk to these people, blah, 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 blah. They don't realize these guys do this shit. They, they do this every day. Yeah. They know exactly. They already have the answer. They know you're going to resist. Oh, yeah. They know you're going to say no. They already have the answers for you ready. Dude, it's just like if you, let's say you know nothing about, you know, what an electrician does and you don't know how to change an outlet. They could come there and be like, yeah, it's $500. And you'd be like, okay, right. I'll pay it. Right. I, I want to okay. I, I, I do something here. This is how I imagine Frank would, like, haggle for a price okay. a little bit. Can so, you be the sales guy? All right. I'll okay. be Frank. Okay. And okay. I'm, and, okay, so it's like. So I, I don't want to pay more than $15,000 for this solar panel. Well, that's fine. You just refer a friend and you can get $2,000 off. Well, no, that's not exactly where I was going with that's it. The, <laughs> that's, that's the, the worst. worst. That's First of all, that's wait the minute. worst. Well, well, You're the worst salesman ever. You're oh, not going to yeah, sell yeah, a yeah. goddamn thing. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. so here's the what? thing. No, no, no. You have, to, go, thing, you have to bid higher. So you have to bid, give me right. a higher no, price. No, no, why no. would you ask me yeah, when Matt said he has a background in sales? You do it. Ask oh, yeah, me. why did I do that? Yeah, yeah ask me. I don't know shit about sales. Go ahead. Well, I don't know. I don't want to pay more than $15,000 for this solar panel. Well, Frank, the the solar panels don't cost 15000 If you only want 15000 that's only like three panels. So for three panels, it's not going to pay for you to get solar because you're not going to save any money. Now, if you get, we get it on your roof and we give you 10 panels for $40,000, now that will have you give you some savings in energy. Deal. And I'll pay you an extra $100,000 just because I like you. There and you go. we're going to put the roof on. I mean, this is what these sales guys do. Trust me, they know what your response is because I did this. I sold cars. And trust me, we sat there and learned, knew every response back what people were going to say and always had an answer. And when you're selling cars, the majority of the time, by the time you get to the table and you're dealing – it's always about the price because yeah. because the whole point, when you sell cars, you take them in the car, you get them to drive it. You never deal without them driving the car. Right. That's the number one rule. People will come up to you, you're on the lot, you know, there's 100 cars out there, and they go, how much is that car? And then you go, and I look at the sticker and I go, it's that. And they go, yeah, but how much are you going to sell it to me for? That. That that was my answer. Right. Yeah. Because they want to deal, I go, well, if you want to come inside- and we'll talk about it. You know, well, how about, why don't you drive the car? No, no, I don't need that. I just want to know how much it is. I go, well, what if you don't even like it? You might not even like the car. So it doesn't matter. I can tell you the car costs $5. You're not going to, if you don't like it, it yeah, doesn't what, matter how much point? it costs. Yeah, right. So what's, why don't you drive it and let's see if you like it. Then once and, you rope them into that. And then once you get them in the car, now you're in the car. Now you're selling them on the car. Oh, we got the, the road hazard. You Listen, they got the enforced windshield that cuts down on road noise, blah, blah, blah. You go through the whole thing. It'll brew mm -hmm. you a cup of coffee and two Whatever minutes. it does. Yeah. You, you tell them, you give them all the facts. Then you go inside. Then you sit down. Then you give them the numbers. Then you go through. And you got also, you got to be hardcore. You have to understand. Number one, you got to take no. Number two, we used to say this. You gotta be ready to peel them off the ceiling. And what that means is whatever price you give them, it's gonna be more than what they're expecting. Because everybody used to say the same exact thing. How much you wanna pay? I wanna put two thousand dollars down and I wanna pay two fifty a month. That's that's what everybody right, used yeah. to say. And yeah. I go, all right, let me let me let me explain something to you. This is a thirty thousand dollar car. If I was to give it to you for let's say the average sixty months, five years, right? 
mm-hmm. at 0% interest, no tax, no ti- no nothing, for $30,000, that's 500 a month. Right there. It's 500 a month. Now, you put down 2000 it's going to take 2000 on a car. It's like 20 bucks. Yeah, that's nothing. It's nothing. It's not going to take anything off. So if you want your payment to be two fifty, dollars got to put down like $15,000. Yeah, I put like ten, and I'm paying like two eighty. Right. So then you explain to them, like, this is simple. This is not jargon. This isn't salesman. This is simple math. Yeah, 60 right. month, $500. That's mm. what it is. So, yes, you can do a 250 payment, but you got to put down more. Then they start, you know, getting, they calm down a little. Then you come back, and they say they want to pay 250 and I come back, and it's 560 or something. And they go, oh, my God, I can't do that. And they go, well, <laughs> this is what it is. And then that's when you start dealing. And then, and I'm sure they did this with Frank. <laughs> I'm sure they, they went back and forth, and then eventually the guy says, what do I have to do? Mm-hmm. For you to buy to this get car. you in the this solar paneled house, the right? Yeah. What do I got to do to get you? Because you have to ask for the sale. Because mm-hmm. now they're going to tell you exactly what you got to do. Exactly. So Make me breakfast if you no. can. If you can do it, oh, then you go. So if I could do that, you got a deal. If I can get you close to that, exactly. That, yeah. That's and yeah. then yeah. you got to run back to the manager. Yeah, that's how car dealership works. You run to the manager because the salesman doesn't make. No, no, no. The salesman doesn't make the deal. Yeah, you got. It's go the to managers the that make the deal. Oh, I see. They always make the deal. Mm-hmm. And then if the, if it, then if it's a lot of friction, then the sales guy, the closer, comes out and sits down. And this is how sales is. And they they are used to this. They deal with this every single day. And they come sit down. They write it down. They show the numbers. You know, maybe they could take a little off the car, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. But usually, you're not going to get that much off a brand new car. You're just not. Well, now, forget it. Oh, you're done. Dude, dude. now? You're the done. sticker price of a car is thirty grand. They sell it to you for thirty-seven. Dude, you and I were just talking about this. Like, yeah, because I went through this. Ago. I went through this in the summer. Yeah, and I just went through it in uh, January. A $32,000 car, sticker price, they want it, they're selling it for 39000 Yeah. And if I don't buy it, the next person comes in and is going to buy it. Because that's Dude, how it is now. Some of the used cars are selling for more than a brand new car. Yeah. They that's told, how shit the market they is. They told me that at the dealership. They were like, this car, they told me, they wanted they wanted me, it was 39000 for a 2021 or a 2020 RAV4, Toyota RAV4. I think it was a 2020. Mm-hmm. For 39000 I had like no mileage. I had like 20,000 miles on it. They would. They said they would give it to me for thirty nine. But if I don't take it, they're gonna price it at forty one. Yeah, thank God really? I don't fucking own a car. Which is more than a new ride. And it's an older model. Like the that's how it that? is. So I can imagine Frank dealing with these solar people. Hopefully Rachel is the one that, that thinks about <laughs> Actually, these things. And yeah, I think yeah, she yeah. is. She yeah. must be. She's, she's gotta be. He said said that she's the one that handles like paying all the bills and stuff. So she's the one that's going to ask the right questions because Frank would just be like, "Oh yeah, take my money, please." Yeah, he, here yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. Here that's it why is. I said he would pay an extra hundred thousand yeah. dollars just because he liked the guy. It'd be well, like, deal, okay. Well, why, why do you think they love him over there in Atlantic City? Oh yeah, Gives <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. The whole account. A sucker's born every minute. Remember that? Was that PT Barnum? <laughs> sucker's born every minute. Now the other thing I thought was funny was uh, Jimmy called from Staten Island, who saw Frank. At uh, the book signing, John Katz and Matidis. And what I thought was funny was Jimmy heard Frank on the phone with Curtis, recognized Frank's voice, and was like, Frank Morano. And, and he turns around and 
they, you know, hey, I love you for whatever Jimmy said to Frank. And what is Frank's first thought to do for Jimmy? Hey, Jimmy, here's a pen. Yep. Here's a Frank <laughs> Morano pen. That's the, so Frank walks around with a pocket full of pens. Hey, kid, you want some pens? Yeah, yeah he, he opens up his jacket. He's got, like, Look, pens hanging down. That yeah, reminded yeah. me. When I was he's, like, oh my God, that's his first thought to give the guy a pen. When he said that, that reminded me of the, the part in Home Alone when Kevin goes to like see the fake Santa by his car and he's right. like, I don't have any candy canes, but I'll give you a tic tac. Yeah. Hold out your phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. He gives him the tic tac. <laughs> he gives yeah, him yeah. a pen. <laughs> like, that, like, like, he wasn't even looking for anything. He just wanted to talk to Frank and be like, hey, Frank, I listen to your show. I love you. Da 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 da. And this guy's like, hey, hey, Jimmy, pen. Jimmy, yeah. take a pen. Have a pen. Have this pen. Remember me, Frank Morano. Like it has his name on it. What yeah. is, that? is that what it has on it? Yeah, yeah. It and says Frank Morano, WABC. Yeah. You know, like, on the pen. On the pen. Yeah. That broke. Other side of yeah, me. Yeah, mine's been gone for like two <laughs> broke, months right? now. Yeah, mine broke. <laughs> yeah, it broke out in like a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he got this pen, but I just think it's funny that the first thing he does is go, "Hey, let me give the guy a pen." That's what he wants, and I'm sure yeah. but Jimmy probably loved it. Good for Maybe you. Maybe he did, but you know what? A personalized pen. Now the funny thing was. Would Frank use another pen to sign the pen? <laughs> yeah. Like, why don't you give something you can would you sign? sign? Well, why don't you sign a pen? Well, well, I mean, most people, when they want something from someone, they want them to sign it. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you give something that's signable? Right. Like a pen is something that real estate agents give out. Uh, yeah. Why are you give, you're a radio host. Why are you giving out a pen? It's almost like it's almost like giving out your card. You know, yeah. which I mean is is even, good for normal people, better. but you're a radio host. But even a card is better than a pen because yeah. you'd at least sign your he, name exactly. on the back to so it. and so. Thanks for listening, Frank yeah. Morano. I mean, that's even better than a pen, even a magnet, something you could sign and mm-hmm. give to somebody. That that's that's better than a pen. Well, here's some lint I found in my pocket. That's like like yeah. you, what do you go to when you know gets up pens? Real estate agents, banks. Oh, oh, banks, banks for sure. That's who gives out pens. The, those shitty TD Bank free pens. Yeah, and apparently uh, Frank Morano, add him to the list of giving yeah, out yeah. pens. <laughs> exactly. With banks and real estate agents. Right. You should might as well give out a calendar. Yeah. Oh, like the little God. calendars they, they used to give out. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Or or, or you can give out like a check a he, check he, he should give out the, <laughs> He should give out Morano lapel pins. Yeah, it's a, since that, since that, that has his, that's what he loves. That has his face on it. He'd, yeah. he'd, just give, his out face. A, he'd yeah. give out a Morano pocket protector. He probably would. He yeah. would. Yeah, I don't think, is he been wearing that pocket protector? He used to wear one, he used to wear a pocket protector every day. When yeah, he would say yeah. that on the air, for those of you who remember this, no, he he, he actually did wear a pocket protector. Nerd. Yeah, nerd. Jesus. I mean, that's like the ultimate nerd. The ultimate. Next will be a Frank Morano embroidered fanny pack. Yeah, that's the ultimate nerd cliche. <laughs> you know? Oh, God. Yeah, that'll be the next thing. He'll, like, latch on to that. He'll be like, oh. You know, I'm... they have been coming back in popularity recently. But now that I'm wearing one, it's really going to come back. Because Frank always thinks everything he yeah. does somehow, uh, you see, it's discovered when he does it. You see, yeah. I'm ahead of the trend. Yeah, like, like, like the windshield wiper thing. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I have known about this whole thing about raising people's windshield wipers for years. Yeah, I had years. no idea about that. Even, well, you even, wouldn't know. You don't have a car. I, right. And I obviously haven't been driving as long as you have. And even I knew that. Frank's been driving how many more years than I have? Yeah. And he didn't know Even that? if you drive by somebody's house and Frank would go, I'd always see them up, but I never knew why. It's, they put them up when it snows. How do you not know yeah, how and do you, figure out when you get in your car after it snows that there's ice 
built up on the rubber of the windshield wiper. You know if what? you put them up, then it doesn't get ice on. You know How what? do you not know that? You know what he probably does is every time he <laughs> every time he uh, gets in his car after it's snowed and there's ice. He's like, huh, I wonder why there's ice on my windshield. <laughs> right. <laughs> Underneath my windshield wipers. This happens every time and it, it freezes. And when that does happen, it's very annoying because not only does it freeze, and yeah, you get, you have the, the air that you can blow on your windshield and you can heat it up and melt the ice. Yeah, but what ends up frost. happening is, yeah, you have the defroster. But what ends up happening is a lot of that ice that's even on the side sometimes will still stick to the windshield wiper and it still gets on it. So you're you're wiping the window and then like there's a streak of water that comes by. It's yeah. the, it's really annoying. Yeah, right. Even when you do put them up. Now, that one guy called at the end who said he never heard of it or he goes, "My windshield wipers wouldn't do that. You'd have to have them on halfway and turn the car off." That's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, what the hell are you saying? There is dude? absolutely every single windshield wiper on any car ever made, you can lift it up because how else would you change the windshield wiper? You have to change your wipers every, like, six months. Mm -hmm. Right. So how else could you possibly change a windshield wiper if you couldn't lift them up? So, yes, everybody's windshield wipers do lift up in some way. Some are different than others, but they all lift up. They have to. Otherwise, you couldn't change the windshield wiper. Yeah, he exactly. Was a, he was a bullshitter. Right, that, that guy. So I, the fact that Frank never heard of this or saw it but didn't really know why people did that is that's that's worse than the whole thing with this Wheel of Fortune contestant not knowing what locks is. Right. Or right. knowing locks. And I understood that. Frank Frank was, was so dumbfounded. Like, how could somebody not know bagels and locks? And I said, well, look, if you were born and raised in Florida and you're not a Jew, you would not know what locks is. Yeah, that's like a big New York thing. It's a New York Jew thing. Well, I guess mm -hmm. it's a New York thing. but it, It's it, a New York thing. Yeah, it's more yeah. of a New York thing. New York, Definitely. New Jersey thing, for sure. So if you're not from the area and you grew up in Florida or you grew up somewhere in the Midwest, now this person was from Florida. I don't know if they originally were from Florida, but it, but it's really a New York thing and more of a Jewish thing. So if you're a, if you're a Jew and you grew up in Florida, I would, I would think you would know what locks is. Mm -hmm. But if you're not, I can kind of see why people wouldn't know locks. Now, you would think... If you've you know lived and you didn't you know you didn't grow up and live in a cave your whole life, bagels and locks kind of mm -hmm. go together. Yeah, hand in hand. So you would kind of think they would know, but the fact that they didn't had any idea, no idea. Maybe they just lived a sheltered life. Yeah, yeah I mean, and Frank potentially was, Frank was making it seem like you needed to be a brainiac to be on the wheel of fortune. Like he's <laughs> like, he's like <laughs> yeah, like he's like most of the contestants. Honestly, I, they're not the smartest. Yeah, he Frank, was like he was like I don't to, like that show. You don't have to be a brainiac and have like a one forty five IQ to be on wheel of fortune. There's a reason why it's called America's Game Show, well, <laughs> right? And yeah. it's like, been on for like forty years. Yeah, I mean, Vanna White just goes up and taps the letters. Like how sophisticated Yo, they, of a game you know, is it? Let me tell you something. For years. People would make fun of Vanna White because she had the easiest job ever because she just go and turn the letters. Mm -hmm. Now, they don't even need her anymore. Yeah. They actually don't need her because remember Pat Sajak had to have like some kind of like emergency operation mm -hmm. right away for something. So they had Vanna White for the first time host Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like two years ago. And, it, you know, obviously, you know, ABC, um, the, the network, the TV network is owned by Disney, right? So they had Vanna White hosting the show doing Sajak's job, 
they had Mickey Mouse doing Vanna White job. Yes. You know what Mickey Mouse did? He stood on the side, and when someone said, um, is there a T, please? Mickey Mouse just pointed, and the T yeah. would light up. He yeah. didn't have to go over yeah. to the It's letter. all automatic now. Yeah. They don't so like they that. don't even need Vanna White. So just think, Vanna AI White. AI is going to replace Vanna White. <laughs> AI has, can already replace Vanna White. She is literally there for eye candy. Well, yeah. or can continuity she's a, because she's been there for she's an icon. 40 years. Yeah, she's, right. At this point, she's an icon. But just think, they're paying her, God knows, six, maybe seven figures Dude. to literally stand there and smile and wear dresses every week. It was the same day. thing as as Yolanda Vega. Like, oh, what are you lot. doing? You just, but she called, you just but point to the balls. Like, and yeah, but she called the them out. The next is three. But at, and the next is one. Like, <laughs> right. But at least she had a job where she had to call them out. And trust me, if it's a six or a nine, you got to look where the little dash is to make sure. At least she had a, did a little bit more than Vanna White. <laughs> okay, I guess so. At, yeah. at least, I mean, look, back in the day, Vanna White did have something to do. She had to go over and actually manually turn the letter. So mm-hmm. she had to know the puzzle. The letters did light up. So they, she knew where to go to turn them. But now she literally taps the letter, which is all showing bullshit, because when Mickey Mouse did it, he just pointed to the letter yeah, yeah. and right. it lit up. So why do we need Vanna White? I, I mean, guess we really, don't. We really don't. We, we don't. don't need Vanna. Goodbye. Sorry, Vanna. Bye. Love you, Vanna. I mean, how old is been, Vanna White now? She's, she's 66 years old. I mean, I'm just, still, I'm just looking this up. She looks great, She though. still looks pretty good. She's been on the show since 1982. Since the beginning. Yeah. And, yeah. and you want something funny? In the 70s, she was actually a contestant on The Price is Right. Really? Yeah. They actually picked her to be a contestant on The Price is Right. Huh. In like 79 or something. So she's been on the show since the beginning. And yeah, she still looks good. Does she look as good as uh, Christy Brinkley? No. No. Does she look as good as, um, what's her name? That we were looking Heidi at? Klum? Heidi Klum, no. but no, Heidi Klum's a lot younger, but- who was the one? Cindy Crawford. Yes. Oh, dude. She's, but she's, all, she's also older than she's Cindy Crawford. She's in another Crawford. league. But Christy Brinkley is the same around the same age mm-hmm. as Vanna White. And Christy Brinkley definitely looks better. Yeah, she definitely tops her. I mean, I don't know what kind of makeup regimen Christy Brinkley has, but she <laughs> looks pretty good for age. Look, yeah. Vanna still looks good. Don't, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> oh, she yeah, still for looks, her age? She, she still looks good. Yeah, well, like for her age. Yeah. <laughs> It's I fucking mean, it's, guy. It sounds fucked up. But, you know. <laughs> it is when what it is. When you're like, 66 listen. years old, like you look, people have a certain image. She doesn't. A, her, her skin is not all leathery and drooping, like <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right, yeah. exactly. She still looks good uh, for her age. Now, the other thing we talked about, Frank said this whole thing about emailing and texting versus phone calls, and he said like he'll text somebody and then they'll call. And he doesn't like that because he's like, well, there's situations where I can text you, but I can't talk. I can't call. And I said to Ken this. I said, you know what? Fuck that. You know who fucking texts teenage girls? Real men pick up the fucking phone and talk on the phone. I fucking can't stand back and forth texting. Drives me nuts. If you got to send me a quick text of something, like if we're not going to talk about it, that's fine. But if we're going to have this back and forth conversation, fuck that. Pick up the fucking phone like a real man and call me. Yeah, I, I will agree because I absolutely despise having to type out paragraphs and shit. Exactly. Like, I would rather, if I'm not going to call you, I would rather send you one of those like voice note recording things. Right. Rather than yeah. fucking type out That's this fair. elaborate thing. Yeah. It, it, when I when I look and I'm texting and texting and texting and, and I look at it, it's a giant paragraph. 
I'm like, and then I gotta read now. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, not no, it's not not it's that. Just getting spelt wrong and yeah, like I gotta go backwards because they autocorrected or 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 and is AMD. You know, it drives me crazy because I don't like misspellings. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, this is way too much to be typing. I need to be talking, not typing. And yeah. Frank's like, well, I can text. Where, where is it that if you can just text and not talk, that means you can only text for like a minute or two. Mm-hmm. That means you actually can't have a conversation. Well, we're talking about a guy that's obsessed with, let's say, 300 emails in the, e- in the inbox. He has to go through every single one of them. Yeah, when I'm just like, respond. I'm just like, delete, 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 or yeah, read. I don't, I don't read them all. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I can understand when he say that he can't talk. Like, let's say he's in the middle of, of prepping for the show. Let's mm-hmm. just say. I understand that you don't want to be disturbed and get on a phone now to interrupt your prepping, but isn't... If you're texting with somebody, isn't that interrupting? Like every two seconds they send a text, unless yeah. you decide, you know what, I'm going to let them text and I'll answer them in a half hour or something like that. Yeah, at that rate, you just say, listen, I'm really busy right now. I'll catch up with you later. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, I, I can't I can't talk right now, but I'll, I'll, I'll catch up with you later. Exactly. But this whole texting versus calling, uh, call me on the phone, man. Stop with this texting like like a teenage girl. Fuck that. I don't have time for that. I'd rather just be on the phone with you. Uh, the other thing with this whole Reddit thing and the snowblower incident where this person on Reddit posts the story. By the way, Reddit is, what would you call Reddit? A forum. Uh, a, yeah, a forum. it's a forum. I mean, Frank yeah. said it was a message board. People go on it for advice. But yeah, I guess people it, do always post a question. Well, right? no, no, not it doesn't have to be a question. Or a comment, right? It's kind. Of, I kind of think of it as like it's the last remaining thing that kind of is similar of like the old chat rooms from the internet that's true you know what i mean people comment exactly yeah yeah yeah. so there was this reddit post this guy posted that he goes out and he always uh helps his neighbors by lifting up the windshield wipers like we were talking about Mm -hmm. and a new neighbor moved into the uh into into the on the street he went over to do it before he goes he leaves works the night shift there's supposed to be a big storm he goes to all his neighbors, lifts up their their windshield wipers so they don't get frozen. And this one neighbor, he was doing it. They came out. They cursed him out. Then the wife came out, cursed him out. And then the next morning, when he was coming home, I guess, the wife was out there trying to scrape the ice off of the windshield. The windshield wipers were frozen to the windshield. And this wife asked the person to help. And he asked me. I said I would have helped. I would have said now. I would have said to her, when she said to me, hey, can you help me? I would have said, you see, this is the reason why I was doing what I was doing last night to lift up your windshield so this wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. Do you see? And that's what I would have said to her. Now, at that point, I would think that would then garner an apology. Mm -hmm. Because I would say, hey, now do you understand why I wasn't just doing the mess with your truck? I was doing it to help you to help you out. This is the reason. Mm-hmm. And then I would think that would go on an apology. Even if it didn't, I would still help her out. Now, Ken, you said you would do the same. Frank said mm-hmm. he would do the same. But Chooch Alex over here, the mean bastard that he is, said, fuck her. I'd just go inside, give her the fucking finger, and not help at all. Which well, I first of all, so I didn't see him doing. I didn't say any of that on the air. That, but you didn't say it on the air, but, but that's you, what you would have said. Heavily implied. You yeah. totally yes. would have been like, fuck you, bitch. Take yeah. care of your own windshield now. Oh uh, yeah, 100%. Now, you would have done that. Pre- pretty much. But why? Why uh, why wouldn't you help? Why can't you take the know. high road? 
because it's mo- sometimes it's so much more satisfying to not take the high road. Yeah, but you know I feel what like, I mean? like it's like it's like this is Alex Chooch Road High Road. Chooch Road. <laughs> I will always go the Chooch Road. I feel like you make more of your point if you're like, listen, this is why. You fucking do this. Right. And you make it a point. Yeah, they're like, yeah. you yeah. look like an idiot because I was going to help you out. No. And I, now I, you want my help. I'd either do, I look, it, I would either do that, what you just described, Kenny, or walk away and say, fuck you. But why, like, in other words, why Why would you take that way? Just because you, you, you think it's more satisfying to be like, you know, I was going to help you. I tried to help you and you cursed at me. So now, fuck you. Now I'm not going to help you. Is yeah, that, is that yes. the attitude? Yeah, absolutely. If it was, if it was a matter of, especially when it comes to someone cursing me out, I just, I, I think that you know, you get, you get what you put out sometimes in this world. And if you fucking, if you, if you're just like, eh, fuck you, douchebag. But don't you, know, you think there's more satisfaction if they say to you, hey, can you help me out? And then you say what I said and go, hey, look, that's why I tried to help you. Now look what you're going through, and then help them that you were, you're still right. In, in other words, you're still right. I'd make him sweat a little bit about it. Like I'd be like, I'd be like, well, you know, I could help, but you didn't <laughs> want my help. You didn't want my help. I uh, tried. Gee, looks like you could really use some help right now, huh? Yeah. So uh, you know, the windshield's all stuck to you know, windshield wipers all stuck to the windshield. Yeah. Now yeah. I I would do that. Boy, it'd be real nice if somebody was who if you had a really nice neighbor who was considerate and thoughtful and went around uh, putting up people's windshield wipers and stuff, oh. but. I guess you don't have that kind of neighbor, huh? Now, I would have done something like that if I knew the neighbor better. Mm. They were new to the area. Now, here's the other thing. No, nah, I'd all, still do that. Well, first of all, I wouldn't have. If it's a neighbor, well, if if it's it a neighbor a, you but, know, why would they fucking yell at you? Well, they probably wouldn't, but that's the thing. If these were new neighbors, what I would have done, if I was this guy, I would have gone and knocked on their door, would have introduced myself. Now, I, I'm not me, per, I would never do anything like this. But oh yeah, there's not. I, I'm not. I, you know, yeah, I, I was like, stop I, I, right there. No, this no is not, I wouldn't this is do not this. at all. But I'm talking about this guy, this all guy right. who goes around. First of all, I wouldn't go around and and take all my put my neighbors' windshield wipers up no. at all anyway. But <laughs> you'd I'm be, saying, you'd be like, no, I have neighbors, no way. right? You know? <laughs> oh, that's how I am now. But if I if I was a guy like this guy who does these nice things for his neighbors, the proper thing to do is to go to the neighbor you don't know, knock on their door, and introduce. Now, I guess it, you yes. said it was eight nine o'clock. It wasn't that late, so I went and knocked on their door. And said, hey, I'm your neighbor. It's going to be a big snowstorm that's supposed to come out tonight. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to put up your windshield wipers so they don't get frozen to the windshield? You're right. That is the that's proper the way to right do right it. That's the right way no, to do it. That's the proper way to do something. Right. Here's where I would reciprocate some of that Al energy. If I went over and helped and she didn't apologize, I'd be oh, like, all right, go yeah. fuck yourself. No, I, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're not going to apologize for cursing me out and then having to ask me to come help you... It's the same thing. Me and my boys went to shovel someone's driveway. This guy told us, well, I'll give you $20 a piece. Right. This motherfucker gave we did the whole job. $20. You know what we did? As soon as we went back in, shoveled snow back all oh, over his car. Nice. All nice. over his driveway. But I Fuck you. But I would have done that, too. That See, that's something different, though. Because this is somebody who promised you something. Fair, fair. Then you did it. And then they backtrack and said, ah, fuck you guys. Like, you couldn't do anything. Yeah, right. like you had no recourse. Yeah. And you did have recourse. That's something that's a little bit that's different. That's fair. This is something where where now they yelled at you. Now they need your help. And you say, all right, I'm going to help you. But like I said, I would make sure. I said, oh, see, now you need my help. This is the reason why I did it. Which, again, I think that would make her apologize. And if it mm-hmm. didn't, 
I, I'm still nice. Like I, I know how to talk to people no matter who they are. Yeah. And no matter what kind of personality they are, I can talk to them because I, you know, I, I, I've, I worked in sales. We talked about the sales thing. I, mm-hmm. I kind of just know how to talk to people, and and that's a way, humor or or kind of bringing that out to people and say, hey, listen, I tried to help you. This is the reason. If you can't see that, and if you're going to still be a bitch, then I would have walked away. Like, if they yeah. would have been like, well, can you just help me? Like, if they would have given me attitude yeah, about it. You. And then you would have like, oh, well, then, now, no. Then I would have said, mm, nah. Then I would have walked away. <laughs> yeah. If you're still yeah. going to give me attitude after I'm about to help right. you, and, you know, the kids are in the car, you know, feel bad for the kids, you got to get to school, I wouldn't help. But if you're still going to give fuck me- them kids. No, but if you're still <laughs> giving me attitude- then yeah, I'm not going to help you. I'd never talk to them again. Right. No, was 100%. Right. Like, you could fuck off. Yeah, yeah. And if I had kids, I'd, I'd tell the kid to learn how to play the drums and have them, have them play in the middle <laughs> open, of the the, open the window. Yeah. yeah. Open the or, window or, let them hear you. Or let, you could let me stay at your place for a couple of nights <laughs> and I'll just be fucking, you know, recording my music. There you yeah. go. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Death metal. Face stealer. Hell yes, yeah. Yes, sir. On iTunes and... Where else? Uh, and Spotify, yeah. Am- Amatory go. Mass, baby. Get it. That's it. What is it? Livestream Crimes and... Uh, no, well, the album is Amatory Mass. Amatory Mass. Out now. How many songs? Six songs. There you go. It's like yes, an EP. Well, seven songs plus one cover. All right. Yeah. That's, an, nice. that's an LP. That's kind of LP-ish. LP-ish territory. It's getting yeah. there. It's getting there. It's getting there. All right. All right. We're going to end things there. Uh, like I said, this is The Darker Side of Midnight. You want to go to The Other Side of Midnight... And listen to that for the same day, which is March 6th, as this show goes along with The Other Side of Midnight, and you want to subscribe to both podcasts. I'm going to say like and subscribe, but that's like a YouTube thing. It's just subscribe to the podcast so you'll get it every day. And like we always end it, your influence counts. Have your pets. Spade or neuter.